This is the Horse Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Adulting with Horses, the best place to be if you can't be at the barn. We are your co-hosts and equine authors, Heather Wallace and Natalie Keller-Reinert. As crazy horse girls, we don't take ourselves too seriously in the saddle or out. We celebrate the things that make us different. Join us as we talk about horses and pop culture and get a little weird in a fun way. Thank you for being a little weird with us. Okay, so I wanted to talk in this bonus episode about the red flags you might see at boarding barns because we've already talked at this point about the things we look for in a barn. But what about the things you definitely see and say, you know what, maybe this isn't the right fit for me? Yeah. Right? Like there's so many red flags. (laughs) Yeah, there's usually a warning for everything, I guess. Yeah. And, and, you know, it could be something, again, this is subjective because what I look for in a boarding barn, boarding (laughs) barn, is not necessarily the same thing that you would look for in a boarding barn, especially because you're too cool now and you have horses on your property. Well, I mean, one of the reasons I always keep horses on my property is because I have had so many insane experiences with boarding barns that I do not believe there are any normal nice ones. And <laughs> I know that you love yours, um, but I just haven't had similar experiences. <laughs> I can't think of a single barn I would go back to. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they... it's never going to be the way you would do it, right? Because. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm a micromanager um, in that I like things Ew, done my way. Ew, you're that one. <laughs> yeah, I am. I like running barns because I like being in charge and doing everything my way and my way is the correct way uh are all the bridles uh, wrapped figure eight yes oh my (laughs) god (laughs) you better just get out if you can't wrap your bridle (laughs) i don't even want to talk to you (laughs) everybody avoid natalie she's not offering boarding at her farm right now no uh you have to um you have to hang the the halter by the um the the noseband um round pieces you can't hang it by you definitely can't hang it by the noseband like i'll kill you and if you hang it from the crown piece then that means that you're sliding it over the horse's head and using the little snap like an eight-year-old uh we (laughs) we don't do that in my barn (laughs) do you undo at the buckle and put it up and over okay we use the crown piece like adults Heather. <laughs> uh, my barn is a little different. Um, I'm like, am I the problem? Once again. Um, okay, so I'll not be boarding with you. I am a bit of a micromanager when it comes to like my horse's feed. Like I want to make sure that they're on what they're supposed to be on. And I don't want them to, like, I'm happy to buy it. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's different than what the barn owner says. Right. But um I have the biggest pet peeve is if I walk into a barn, so I'm touring the facility, and there is tack boxes open or there's, like, stuff where people just throw stuff on top of the tack boxes and it's, like, littered with disorganization. I yeah. do not like that. No, absolutely not. Like, people – because that's what leads to theft or accusations of theft. When people are just throwing their stuff around willy-nilly and it's getting lost, especially when you have a bunch of kids – 
that's when stuff is like it's borrowed or it's not put away and somebody freaks out and then everybody's fighting and that's where barn politics start and you know what that's the way it stays because those kids learn that everything is contentious that's yeah it's probably one of the problems with america quite yeah frankly. It's not well and also too away. like i so i'll walk in i have two stalls and i have you know the two boxes and if i come in and i see people who are it's okay if they're lessening or whatever and you want to put something on top but if i'm coming to work on my horses i don't want your stuff on my tack box like i pay for that mm-hmm. i pay for everything in it like maybe put yourself somewhere else or if you leave, take it with you. Don't just, like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been, like, dirty blankets on my tack box. Like, no, thank oh, you. no. No, that's very disrespectful because th- those are your nice things. You didn't, you're not paying, you know, to have other people's dirty stuff put all over your nice things. And they're not doing that. Why aren't they putting on their stuff? You <laughs> know I what I mean? You? So my biggest red flag. Now, you know that I'm, like, apparently I put on halters wrong. But. Big time. What. My the reason I left my barn when I first bought Ferris. You might not laugh. You, this might be very serious for you because you're a halter thing. But he never had his halter. His halter had his nameplate on it with like oh a little God. tag. Yeah, and they kept giving him someone else's halter. Uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Directly to jail. Can't. I'm no. sorry. Like it was very specifically his. It had a matching lead rope. Okay, mm-hmm. he's in the same paddock every day with the same horses. You know which is his halter. Yeah, I don't want to have to go to someone else's stall to get my halter back. No, that is absolutely the worst. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't stand it. It's the worst. Uh, and 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 I will in my own defense. I did not leave for that reason. But when he got a facial, he had a um, a problem, and he had a. a a big eruption on his face that needed medicated shampoo and all this other stuff. And we weren't sure if it was contagious. So I said, it's very important that he has his own halter. Right. Right. And they didn't, they did, they kept doing it. And I was like, that's it. Like, this is now a medical issue. And now I'm not just being like particular. This is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. That is red flag, red flag, red flag, because they're not, you don't know what else they're not paying attention to. When it comes to personalization and everything about your horse's life has to be personalized. Now, something that I have seen, which is a massive red flag, is when somebody is um, cutting all kinds of corners by buying things in bulk or saying, oh, you can just use this. It's exactly the same thing, only it's cheaper. I have been in a barn where the feed was getting milled specifically for the barn and the horses were on these scoops like these huge metal scoops they would be getting like three scoops of this feed night and day because it was almost all just cheap cereals it wasn't like there weren't any like extruded pellets or anything in it they were just eating like oats and corn with molasses I've seen on that. It. it's it's, it's and all of the horses were out of their minds because their entire life was sugar high sugar low sugar high sugar low no minerals you know no salts just sugar up sugar down sugar up sugar down and she wormed them she or he barn manager wormed them with liquid ivomec for cattle that doesn't seem healthy no 
But it was one of those things where it was like, oh, this is a trick that you can use to save money. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. All the horses in the barn from the same, like, metal syringe, she would go around. <gasps> yeah. There were, like, oh. 50 horses at this barn. Red flag. Huge red flag. Yeah. Mine is if I go into a barn and the lesson horses look like they have no muscle mm-hmm. and they haven't had their feet done, mm-hmm. I will not bring my horse there. I'm sorry. If you can't take care of your horses correctly, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of mine correctly. You're looking at a lesson horse, that could possibly be the most important thing you do, right? Uh, yes. See how they're taking care of their own horses that make them money. And if they look splendid, then go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i feel like like watch a lesson or meet some of the lesson horses even ride one of the lesson horses mm-hmm. and you'll know quite a bit and it's actually really good to take a lesson with the trainer before you even if you don't plan on taking lessons see if you guys mesh that's a really good point because you you're gonna learn so much about that trainer's whole philosophy towards horses so yeah even if you're not there as a student or to get your horse worked on, you're just literally looking for a stall and a turnout. You you would learn like how that person feels about horses. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, are they machines or are they animals? Yeah, it's a good idea. Thank you. I have some <laughs> sometimes, you know, periodically. But I've been <laughs> I've been to a lot of barns in my work, and then Jafaris and I had a Goldilocks situation where you know the first barn wasn't quite right; it was too big. And then our second barn was too small. This is my favorite red flag if the trainer and or barn owner and or barn manager sits in the arena and watches you ride and then tells you all the things you could do to fix it without you asking. Oh, that happened yeah. to me. That's um, I'm sure some people might consider that free lessening, but you'd really have to judgment. Thank you. Yeah, you'd really have to want that specific kind of environment. <laughs> god i yeah nothing i did i felt like i was constantly being watched on a video like on camera oh no oh yeah a lot of cameras with not a lot of staff that's a red flag because you don't know who's watching you and what they're doing with that information that they're gathering like they could be sitting there going oh i can't believe she does this and they're going you know to their friends on facebook and be like oh i can't believe she does this and you're like i was just uh (laughs) you know Finding my own damn business. Exactly. Like, I don't come out here to be spied on. I just want to ride my damn horse. Yeah. You got to watch that. I almost like busier barns to avoid, like, being laser focused like that. You know, where somebody could just be watching you for their own amusement. It's like the line between a business and uh, and a hobby. You know what I mean? Is the boarding stable a business or is it somebody's hobby and how does that affect how they interact with you and how they treat you? That's pretty big because there are a lot of hobbyists who, um, you know, they might, they might just, you know, kick you out or try to frighten you out and stuff like that. Like they're, they're great hobbyists, but it it can be a mixed bag. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I think would be an interesting red flag, and I think it's an underutilized one, is if other barn managers can't say anything nice about you, right? Because it's a small community. And, yeah. you know, while there's some level of competition, everybody does know everybody else. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get along, 
right? If they don't get along with them for some reason, is it because one or both of them is not the best? Yeah, yeah. There are people um, to this day <laughs> that uh, I boarded with, you know, t more than 20 years ago who are no longer in this community that I'm still hearing stories about, you know? Um, so, yeah, somebody, you should be able to say, how is so-and-so, and they should have something nice to say about that person. And conversely, if your barn manager is just making everything into politics, then they're probably the one in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid the drama if you can. Yes. I mean, even if you like a little bit of drama, you don't want to be the drama because you know that person's going to talk about you too and your horse probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're the drama barn, then you need to go to another barn to be able to gossip about the drama but not be <laughs> one of the people that is the gossip. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't be the drama. Correct. Don't be the main character in anyone's story. <laughs> I, unless it's your own. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, and one of, uh, one of the things I saw, and I've seen all of these, these are real life examples. Mm -hmm. um, if you go to a show, and the trainer has to beat the shit out of a horse to get them on the trailer, maybe you don't want to ride with them. Yes. That seems yes. obvious to me, but, you know, huge red flag. It's, um, it should be more obvious now than it used to be, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I think that people are starting to understand that any kind of, like, severe pressure, but especially beating the shit out of is no bueno we just we don't do that anymore <laughs> yeah like if you have horses that don't trailer well then you shouldn't probably not be showing them like maybe work on that first yeah anyway. yeah it sounds like you have bigger problems right for sure. and also why don't they like you uh <laughs> <laughs> you know it's really funny my mare bonnie that didn't like me for whatever reason she also didn't load well for me but she would load for other people <laughs> she just hated you're me. just making my point <laughs> i know but I was <laughs> I was nice to Bonnie. She just didn't like me. Just And that's you know. it. Sometimes personalities clash. And it's yeah. the same way with, with, with barns. Sometimes you're just not in the right barn for mm -hmm. your personality. And I think, you know, when I was looking for barns, I was in a big barn. Then I was in a really small barn. Then I was in a medium-sized barn. Medium-sized barn was great. But then they moved to a big barn and I was like, this is not for me. Right. And I left because I didn't want to be at the big barn. Like, I didn't want that. I wanted the, the medium size feel um, for me, right? But interesting, interestingly enough, a lot of the horses that are there at that barn now are all spooky as shit. And I don't uh, know why. Did you put a curse on them, which other? No, because, <laughs> because yeah, Ferris ended up having like a hernia when we mm. left there. And he was super spooky while he was there. He was only there a couple weeks before he moved. I don't think it's anything. I think there might be ghosts on the property. I'll be honest. I don't it's know. It's a I very mean, old yeah. property. Spooks are one of those big mysteries. They can mean so many different things or nothing at all. Eh. It's a beautiful property. There was an actual Olympian there that that owned it. Mm -hmm. uh, a female rider. Wow. Uh, side saddle jumper. What? Don't, re don't remember her name. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, she sounds awesome. Yeah, she's badass, right? Her grandson runs it now. Um, it's a great barn. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't the feel that I wanted like I didn't want the big barn you can't barn you can't shoehorn yourself into a barn that's like the biggest thing like if the atmosphere isn't right for you you're gonna hate it I remember one time I was at the cutest little barn and it was the right price for me and the turnout was great 
and I really liked the person who owned it. But the I was a fairly serious shower at that point, and um, I was with one other girl who was as well. And then the other boarders there were, um, you know, like 50-something women who just, they didn't even, they didn't want to ride. They just wanted to come out and sit and have a beer and look at their horses after dinner, which I get. That's cool. But it was so the wrong environment for me and my friend, and they hated us um, because... We were banging around, tacking up, and building jumps. You were using, yeah, you were right. Yeah, we were, stuff. yeah, we were using the facilities that were provided to us, and they were like, we were just a disturbance to them. So it, you know, it didn't matter that the price was right or that the owner was great or the the property was great because the people that were already there had put, uh, they had established what that barn's atmosphere was going to be, and you know. It was not for us, <laughs> not for us to change it. And that's a great, that's a great comment though, is about like looking at the, the people there, right? Like who yeah. are the other boarders? It's huge. These people, they can be your chosen family or they can be these people that you're nervous around, um, you know, that you just want to tiptoe around when you're trying to have some quality time with your horse and fitting in quality time is hard enough without wondering who's at the barn if you get a pit in your stomach when you're driving in talk about a yeah. red flag if you could yeah trust I, your gut maybe yeah i always <laughs> used to end up like that i always be driving out going oh i wonder what's gonna be here who's gonna be here where's my horse gonna be that was not good so no, that's not good at all that's a big red flag mm-hmm. and i think that's probably the most important one is like if you pull in and your gut just says no maybe listen to it yeah my gut is very emphatic like it's <laughs> I don't need to know about your bowels when it says or anything no, here. Forget it. I'm, I'm, it's over. Yeah. Red flag. When they don't have a real bathroom, what are you, what are we doing here? They have to have a bathroom. Oh, like I know some that have like the porta potties. Yeah, that's disgusting. Let's not do that anymore. Even an outhouse, I feel like, would be preferable to a porta potty. Like, build a good mulching toilet, like they have at state parks. You know. At least something that's got some space in it, where you can like not touch the walls. When I mean, you're okay with the porta potty as long as like it doesn't say last cleaned in two thousand and one. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I, I gotta have a, a couple of standards there. But um, yeah, the oh my other red flag as I was thinking about like walking around a property is like are the whole, all the horses in the stalls? Or are they actually in the paddocks? <laughs> that's a huge red flag for me because yeah. that's very important. Yeah. And if they tell you the horses don't like being turned out, that's the reddest of red flags. Leave now. <laughs> Run. Our horses hate being turned out. Okay. You have big problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying a huge. beagle hates food. There's an issue there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd like my, I, I like my horses to be turned out like always. I like the stall for aesthetics. Thank you. And, like if there's bad weather, that's when I want to stall. But otherwise, I want my horses to be out as much as possible. Well, you know, and this might be one that some newer horse people not might not realize. But if you walk into the barn and it smells like a barn, mm. that's a problem. Barns shouldn't smell like anything unless, you know, it's like really closed up for the unless winter. It's not clean. Yeah. 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 Like somebody asked me the other day, um, what my if horses smelled good or bad when they were wet and I said horses don't smell like anything (laughs) they just smell like outside yeah they smell like grass and dirt they don't 
they don't have a smell. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, well, if they've been stabled all winter, they smell very musty. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Delight smells a little like piss. Because... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why, okay? okay. I'm just going to, like, give myself a little... He he likes to lay down in his stall, but he, like, paces the stall because he doesn't like the stall, okay? So when he's oh. in at night, he paces the stall, and then he lays down in his little bed that he made uh, of pee. Um, <laughs> and he's he's not wearing a blanket this year because we're learning to horse, right? right? And so every time, every day I come... And the first thing I do is take those grooming wipes because it's too cold to actually bathe. Right. And I wipe him down so he stops smelling like pee. Oh, my goodness. So, That's really funny that he's not yeah. blanketed. I put sheets on my horses last night in Florida. <laughs> it was my, 39. <laughs> no, I've taught, I've taught him how this is now his second year. Yeah. And, and the second year of blanket training, I teach them you grow enough hair and body fat. And we under blanket. So like where if it was 45 degrees and he would get a sheet, right? Mm -hmm. If he seems like he's okay, we avoid the sheet and we go straight to a medium when it drops. And so he never gets the sheet and he never needs the heavy. Like it kind of like finds that middle ground. So like we've kind of like it took some time. It took a couple years. Yeah. He's got enough hair that he's happy. He's only worn his blanket maybe three days this winter. That's what I do things a little differently because of the damp. So yes. I, I sheet if it's like 40 ish and just damp, like we had 100% humidity last night and it had rained. So the ground was wet, everything. Then I sheet just for insulation because it's just, it's just so wet. It's in your, it's in your bones. And then if it's not damp, then I just, I blanket when it's like 35 and below. That's my rule. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of was like I told I, it, it was funny for my barn owner to um, to pivot when I asked her to because you know she has got like it's forty five you put a blanket on right you put a sheet on or whatever and I was like yeah when you would put a medium that's where you could put a sheet on like mm -hmm. when we were training and then so we had to pivot Ferris who doesn't need hasn't needed a blanket for years only got a blanket once this year when it got to be six degrees wow very impressive he is kind of beast mode at this point but <laughs> again that's a red flag if you tell them you're if you tell somebody you don't want your horse blanketed and mm -hmm. they blanket them anyway or this is a big one for me if i if it's 50 degrees and i roll up and all the horses are wearing mediums yeah i think that's laziness i'm sorry it is i see that in, in florida all the time where you people just leave their blankets on like it's hot now the sun is out that you know that's yeah. how it works here it gets very cold at night and very warm during the day now get They're out there and cuff. get that rug off yeah yeah they have to you know, some people do have really complicated blanketing instructions, but you know what? That's the job. That's the job. It is. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, I'm the one, like, if I'm there and I'm saying, okay, is it going to drop tonight? I'll blanket my horse for you. Or if I show up, mm -hmm. I'll take off the blanket. I'll, I'm happy to do it. But if I can't get there, I expect it to be done mm -hmm. um, because that's why I'm paying $1,000 or more a month. Right. I mean, and that's the, that's the thing. If you want the work done, you're paying for the work. If you want the job charge for the job you're going to do and just be honest about everything yeah if like all you're gonna do is dump like feet. 70 degrees and they'd be wearing mediums yeah. it's like oh no wonder they all colic and die like, yeah I mean, if you're if all you're willing to do is dump feed and keep the water bucket full then tell me that and charge me accordingly and i'll adjust right. my schedule so i can go out and take the horse's blanket off right just be absolutely honest. <laughs> be honest about it be upfront. so like mm -hmm. when we have red flags we'll be like oh we already knew about them exactly <laughs> <laughs> 
Informed decisions, Natalie. It's a jungle out there, Heather. Ugh, it really is. Thank, <laughs> thank God you have horses on your property. That's the dream. I genuinely couldn't. I would just lose my mind if I tried to do it any other way. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you for being a little weird with us, horse girl. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your player of choice. Follow us on Instagram at Adulting with Horses Podcast, or even better, join our Adulting with Horses Clubhouse on Facebook, where you can become part of the show. Also, it's a great place to meet other horse crazy women.